0: EdTech Sandwich, yummy!
1: Okay, welcome back to EdTech Sandwich. This is episode number 13. New school year, a lot going on. We are absent our... Uh, trusting co-host of mr. Brett Foster he's on hiatus or sabbatical however you want to call it um, he actually is going to be with us next week as we get into some uh, technologies that he's into um, we are at The Rock in Paris today um, love The Rock This is our actual second show from The Rock but I have today the uh, turkey panini um, it has uh, what was it out
0: special sauce
1: special sauce uh, <laughs> basil something something with basil um, it's a great sandwich. Love it. Hot sandwich. Actually, here today, I have Al Crestline, the Al Crestline from Bourbon County. And so, Al, Hi. we also have Pam Kelly from Windstream and Keith, Keith Current. I want to say Larry, which is your first name. That is my first name. All right. And Jody, who do you have? Oh, let me introduce Jody Rose. This is Jody Rose, who is. Uh, co-host for today, and is going to be doing more appearances on
2: EdTech Sandwich. I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not Brett Foster. You're not. Uh, I don't have a turkey panini. <laughs> uh, by complete coincidence, though, uh, I am in a location that uh, has a district nearby. There's Rusty back from Murray Independent, and uh, over here on the phone, I've got Brad McKinney from Interesis working hard to, uh, uh, to go through a technical issue in the district. Awesome. Uh, unrelated to the uh, broadcast today, uh, but I... I I can't even get started, Marty, without uh, divulging a little bit of our conversation this morning. Uh, I've talked to uh, the editors of EdTech Sandwich. I've made a call to the executive producer. Uh, I've talked to the guys in the production truck. Uh, it's, it is unanimous that uh, everyone is of the opinion that you are uh, quite stringent on your requirement that there be sandwiches involved. Because I was going to try to get out of the sandwich piece of that. I didn't want to step on uh, any... Uh, Copyright infringement of yours and Brett's uh, sandwich sure. talk. So just to satisfy you, I've gone to get something that might resemble a sandwich. And I know I'm, I'm referencing an old Red Tech sandwich episode. I have a bacon, egg, and cheese burrito that will be consumed after the, uh, the broadcast today. Okay. It may or may not be a sandwich. I don't no. know if you want to go down that road. we consulted. Uh, 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 it is here. It is here. And I am trying to comply and yet maintain a little bit of uh, um, credibility here. Now I will mention that Rusty back uh, in a few minutes is going to make a turkey sandwich that apparently he has every day. And I've got a, I've got a refrigerator that's off camera here, nice. and he's prepared to make that. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's showcasing his bread over there. Nice. He's set to go, so the sandwich requirement hopefully well, has been met.
1: We we have consulted the delegates uh, before, and uh, definitely a burrito or or a wrap. Call the states yeah. definitely. Yeah. A wrap is in the sandwich family, so you're still good. Um, so we won't, okay, we want to kick you off. So let's get uh, let's get um, into the important topics for today. And Al. Has been working extremely hard with Windstream and actually Brad McKinney from Interesis, um Back. on a new voice over IP system. And I wanted him to take, uh, I'm limiting him to uh, 45 to 55 seconds to talk about no the, the, uh, the uh, voice over IP system
0: that he, he has. Going so we're putting a new voice over IP system district wide. We, uh, we have, uh, we, we, we're able to get that with um, the e, the E-rate funding that was from two years ago. So everything changed. We originally had an Ortel, and uh, we sw- and it, we switched to an Avaya system. So we had to get that. Uh, what Avaya system rate. is it? The IP Office. IP office. Miss Kelly says IP Office, and there's only a few IP Office systems in Kentucky right now. Yeah. So uh, and it's so far this is our first day. We're putting in our, our board office today. Uh, we have an elementary next week, and then every two weeks after that, we're going to uh, put a new school in. Uh, needed some back work set up, so we had Brad from the Terraces come in and really help to uh, get all our, our uh, voice VLANs set up correctly. And, uh, and uh, worked a lot with, with Keith Curran to get that all set up. So, so far, we did some training this morning, a little bit more in a little while, and uh, everything's good. We're uh, looking forward to having everything tied together. So you're gonna have a component of your system that I don't know that anybody else has, which is what kind of handsets are you, a oh, couple? We're doing uh, two, two for the bus garage and our ag department. They had a uh, cordless phone. They just had a plain old telephone, a cordless phone. And I wanted to give them the same thing they had. Now they're gonna have phone, you know, phones on our on our voice our voice system, which they didn't have before. So we're gonna go with uh, wireless uh, handsets. Uh, got them ordered. don't have them in yet and uh, I do know they need uh, a wireless access point to make Mm -hmm. them work. So a wireless IP based handset? Handset, correct, Mm
1: -hmm. yes. Pretty interesting.
2: Jody, Rose, what do you have for us today? Well, I'm I'm dealing with sporadic connection here so I got most of what Al was saying there. I don't know that I have uh, any districts or certainly not many that are going down the road with wireless IP handsets. Uh, I know in a lot of our school districts, the debate is, is should I move to digital handsets, which uh, obviously have an increased capability but increased costs, or should I try to keep the analog handsets that I have in place uh, running as long as possible? Well, I think that's a challenge that a lot of our districts are are facing you know how do I want to go VoIP all the way down to the handset level? Do I just want to stay digital between uh, between my systems in the schools or in the closets and stay right. analog at the handset level? It's uh, a it's, it's good conversation, good topic.
0: And, and we we are putting in a hybrid system because our our uh, our office areas and all the schools are getting a an IP phone, but we're keeping some of the we're keeping the digital phone, the handsets, the smaller phones in the classrooms. We're keeping those so. Uh, we, we we're only bought probably district wide about 100 IP phones, and the rest of them we're gonna we're gonna keep the old phones. So a nice hybrid approach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. save us save us quite a bit of money. In that way.
2: Good,
0: good. Go, Jody. What do you got?
2: So one of the things that I think uh, you may be pulling up some links to, or at least we can share after the broadcast, has to do with video distribution. I had worked with uh, Chad Wells and John Lathan in Muhlenberg County. Uh, they were showing me something that they had tried. I'm probably, uh, and if I call it video distribution on the cheap, I'm probably not giving them full credit for for, uh, for what they've done. It's not to disparage solutions like Vbrick or, or similar competitors, but those solutions can get pretty pricey. Uh, what Muhlenberg County has done is they've bought um, some tuner boxes, by uh, silicon dust. I think the box is called HD Home Run, kind of a dual tuner box. And uh, I go into more detail in a video that I think we're going to include as, a, as an additional resource on this, but... Essentially, they're taking you know their satellite feeds or their, their cable feeds, bringing those into a uh, combination, in some cases, of the HD home run boxes and the channel plus boxes uh, by linear if you've got uh, digital satellite-based channels. And so they're feeding out school-wide uh, quite a few channels and doing it for uh, hardware investment of a few thousand dollars instead of, uh, you know, five and six figures like you see in, in some other cases. So it's wow. definitely worth knowing more about. It's not for everybody but uh, uh, if you've got the technical expertise and you're interested okay. it's uh, it, it's worth taking a look at.
1: So it's a DIY um, IP based video distribution. Uh,
2: I, I, I didn't catch all that. But it's, it's, it is going to be district-wide. You've you got to be sure obviously that your network is solid and can handle multicast traffic appropriately. Uh, but they have built a nice web front end that takes you to a particular tuner on one of these boxes. And so this to the end user, you, you bring up a browser, maybe you're using VLC player. Mm-hmm. I've got a button to click, say, KET or Discovery Channel. And I click that button, and it feeds that multicast to the proper uh, browser, and off you go.
1: Yeah, so I,
2: you you heard district-wide, and
1: I said DIY, do it yourself.
2: Oh, DIY, I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, yeah. exactly. It is more of a do it yourself thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, those companies, I, I think you're going to pull up a couple of the links there, but I mean, there are different models depending on how, uh, uh, how low price versus functionality right. uh, you want to go. I've got another district that's looking into some of the silicon dust products, but there is a, more of a rack mount unit that's got multiple uh, feeds as opposed to several standalone boxes, uh, which is how Muhlenberg implemented theirs.
1: Gotcha. And, and so that video will be linked in the show notes, and it's, a, right. and it's an eight-minute video. That takes you through um,
2: exactly how
1: they have theirs configured.
2: It, it's, it's fairly dry. It, it's me in a, a Visio like drawing, and I'm trying to talk through the components and then pull up some links, but uh, it Jody, gets you the basics, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it's helpful.
1: Jody, you are never dry. Okay. You're never dry. Hey, um, you also told me about a really neat product called Swivel, and I'm curious as to, as we get into more like, uh, I know a lot of people were talking like lecture capture stuff or mm-hmm. even... You know, it's that uh, you know, flip through your classroom conversation or um, video capture. Tell me about Swivel.
2: I think that I think the flip classroom is the first thought I have as to where this could really be useful. But uh, Swivel, and and you're probably pulling up the website now, S W I V L. So no E in there. Swivel without the E. Uh, Swivel com. Uh, it to me, it looks like a little vice that you would put your iPhone or iPod or The other another type of camera. I think it's a little it's a little small to probably hold an iPad without you know a larger tablet tipping over the system. But essentially, you've got a a, a vice that you're that you're uh, hooking that device to that sort of holds the camera steady. Uh, The user is wearing like a lavalier around their neck that's got uh, that it's a microphone.
1: Working on understanding
2: the capture, and then it also is a sensor. So as that user walks from one side of the room to the other, the swivel. Is following uh, the user around, and so uh, one of the linked videos that I shared with you was a teacher demonstrating this. The teacher walks from one side of the interactive whiteboard to the other. The video sort of follows along as if there were a cameraman behind the scenes, but it's really it's not a it's not a camera at all. It's just a it's this device plugs into the uh, to the power slash adapter cord with an app that you run on the uh, in this case iPod or iPhone. Uh, it's a nice way to capture video uh, and have. You know, and have some level of control at the camera, and you'd be a little further away. Really, really a neat tool.
1: Do you know how much? Uh, do you know how much the, the swivel is?
2: Uh, you would ask me. uh one fifty to two hundred, perhaps. There's uh, it's a, a.
1: We could. I uh,
2: say a hundred.
1: I think it, like the that. website shows uh, one seventy nine per unit. Looks like. There you go. Um. So pretty interesting. Actually, they have a ninety nine dollar version as well. Um. It looks like. Um. Anyway, that's uh. I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, there's a lot of people trying to do a lot of capture stuff.
2: Eight offices at Murray State University, they had one that they were working with and had some teachers kind of trying it out. Uh, and again, I really think for, for recording some lecture for flipped classroom or you know, homebound type purposes, I mean, there's obviously several, several ways to use video-based instruction. It's just nice to be able to, to record yourself in a fashion and not you know, have that awkwardness where you're holding the camera out you know, away from yourself.
1: Awesome. Well, Jody, listen... This has been a great episode of EdTech Sandwich. We're, we're pumped. I know Al has to get back to uh, training some folks on um, the new IP phone system. Um, and so he's got uh, folks at his board office set up to do a 1 o'clock training, and that's Eastern time. Um, and so we're going to have to get back. In Bourbon County then. That's right. That's right. So we're going to have to get back. But I'll tell you what, episode 13 is a wrap.
2: And, and Jody Rose, you brought the flavor to EdTech Sandwich. I love it. That maybe uh maybe I can talk to some of my contacts and be asked back in the future. Thanks for the invitation.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, we'll talk to you soon. Look forward yeah. to episode fourteen, probably coming out next week.
2: See you gang.